Two Men from Ireland hopes to bring you fresh perspectives from throughout the Caribbean culture and really be an outlet to folks with experiences that can help us all grow. Today's episode is brought to you by Blue Marlin Lifestyle. Live your life your way. And by Vibes Music app, which you can download in the App Store and Google Play. Visit vybez.app for more information. It's all in the vibes. It's all in the vibes. I was, uh, so I was, you know, speaking about myself a little bit, I was married for 10 years after I came over to the U.S. I came over, like, right after graduation in, like, 2000-ish. Um, but, like, because I didn't have all that exposure yet, it was, like, for me, getting married that early was, uh, was not good because I still got married before I got to really do all the traveling and all the stuff like that. So yeah, I, I I agree. Like the the exposure to different things you need to have, and, and that makes you want to better yourself. Even you know, it makes you want to do different things. Makes you want to, to achieve higher levels. You know, especially as a man. So. So Donnie, uh, what about health? You know, we as men, I, I touched on one of the my first open the book. You know, what, what is it for us as men? Why are we so reluctant? You know. Um, to go to doctors, what's the real reason? Do you know? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I can't. I can't really tell. I mean, it's more. It's probably about you know pride, that type of stuff. Just making sure you just the feeling like you are healthy. You know, hoping, but it's, it, it really is. It really is not a good thing that to not be doing it. Yeah, that's a that's a serious thing, man. Another conversation we had, especially comes to the, 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 the 40 and over guys and doing that prostate exam. Um, the mental health, going to the doctor's regular. I, I got some friends who, who haven't been to the doctor in years. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's definitely something that you could do more, but I think that at the end of the day, just keeping yourself healthy is what's important, right? I mean, having those checkups are good, but when it's your time, it's your time. Like, if, if you know, I, I heard one story. <laughs> it ain't a funny story, actually, but somebody, you know, on 4th of July, you know, people shoot their guns and stuff or whatever up in the air, uh, and somebody shot a gun, and a bullet came down and struck somebody and killed them. So, like, it, you can't duck it. You can't duck what, when it's your time. But if you could do certain little things to maybe check and, and help figure out, I mean, I think that's good. But I mean, if you ain't doing it, but you keeping yourself healthy, I think that's the important thing. Eat, you can't be eating all kind of BS and then, you know, not working out, not not at least trying to keep yourself healthy and then also not getting checkups. Like, then that, that don't make no sense at all. That's a good um, spin off us, you know, as men, that if if it is, we so 
macho, we don't want to go to a doctor, then at the very least, we have two other options, the exercising um, and then the eating properly. You know, we can't be eating crap at any hour, not exercising and not going to the doctor. Like, pick a struggle. Right, and right. That's what we have to do as men, you know, perhaps, and that's it. Uh, Jason, I can say for me personally, I started a, a workout routine every morning. Um, inside this club and two others, Donnie, every morning, we have something called a... Uh, uh, breakfast in the Bible, so we normally get up about. I normally join about six thirty or so, but during that I get my exercise routine in, and then again in the evening before dinner. Right. But I just cannot. You can't get me to go to the doctor. I broke a leg one time on a Friday, <laughs> and I snapped that bugger back in place. You're I so popped silly. it around and dragged myself around until Monday when my leg was swollen, and then I realized, damn it, I gotta go in. Right. You had and to. By that time, I had to break it again. <laughs> to set it, you know, um, but I guess uh, terrified. I'd rather eat healthy and exercise than go to a doctor. Um, I just hate doctors. I wonder if it's a macho thing or I mean, you know, it's a pride thing. Like Jason just said, a part of it too. I think um, is as as men, right? We try to push ourselves to. Like, we need to know what our limits are, right? So we 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 want to we we aren't gonna just get sick and then start taking medicine we need to know how how sick we really get we want to know what we could do when we're sick can i really still go to work and get stuff done if i get this cold or or when i get colds does it put me down and i have to take you know what i mean it's kind of i think that that's a part of it as well good point um so uh i guess another thing we probably need to discuss is men i'm sure each of you have heard that comment uh, show me your friends. I'll show you your future. What impact does the friends we as men keep truly have on us? Are our women in our lives are uh, convinced if you know she's married to you, Donnie, mm -hmm. and me and Jason, who are friends of yours, we's the last holes. It me and Donnie use a hole too. <laughs> so you heard that. The, show me your friends. I show you your future. Women are convinced that the friends you keep is a reflection on you. What is your take on that? I don't think that any... I think that for, for you, it matters. I don't think that for other people, they should judge you based on your friends. For you, you can always change your friends. And you can always make, you know, uh, things happen and you're determining what's going on on the fly. Other people, they, you know, if you just take a snapshot of somebody's friends at one point in time, it's hard to really determine where they're going to be in the future if you don't know what's going on and stuff like that. So, yeah, and, and I can agree with that. I think I have di a diverse group of friends, and I can't think of any of my friends that influence me in a negative way. Um, I can tell you... Uh, as, as a man and as a friend to my friends that, you know, we've learned to accept each other for who they are. Um, you are you. Be yourself. I want to be able to be myself and you should be yourself. And if you into something and I'm not, I simply say, no, bro, I into that. And you don't do it. Um, but, you know, I've heard so many women mm -hmm. who would say, you know, if your friend like this, then you like that. And, you know, I wonder sometimes, uh, is it a double standard for us as men because sometimes we look at a chick who hangs out with girls who are, you know, fooling around all the time and we think that I wouldn't date her because all our friends are like that. She's like that too. So, interesting. Um, 
Donnie, before you go ahead, I see uh, Nesta's up on stage. Nesta yeah. is obviously a lady, but Nesta is an honorary member of Men Talk. So, Nesta, <laughs> how are you? Hi everybody. Yeah, I realized that it brought me straight up to the stage. Yeah, I'm good. I hope there. everyone is good. And I, I'm glad you guys are having this discussion about, you know, your friends. There's a saying, birds of a feather flock together. And I think yeah, you go again. that is not true. That <laughs> okay, is true. not true. Are you an honorary member? There you go. Because <laughs> you can have some whole friends and right. you don't have to be the hoe. You could be the one just tagging along for all the good adventures offer to be their scapegoat or their person who they blame everything on and you have um some men that have friend groups where they have their friends who encourage them listen go home to your girlfriend go home to your wife work it out but it's just them as a person that they're not mature yet to reach a level where they can handle communicating so birds of a feather they do not flock together but as adults are allowed to be friends with whoever you want to be friends with as long as they are friends to you. As long as they are a great friend to you in other ways, I think that's important. That's my... Go ahead, Donnie. Go ahead, Donnie. Thanks, Nesta. No, that makes sense. She said that, that, that no, that, was, that made perfect sense what she said. Yeah, you, you can't. Uh, also, I mean, like I said, people outside of your your circle don't know no. your friends, right? They can't really, you know, they might have seen your friend do something that was just a one-time thing. Like, they, they, you know, people shouldn't judge you based on, you know, the people that they don't know. Agreed, agreed. <clears throat> so, finances, gents, uh, we've had that discussion before, Tony. And we've had this discussion about our finances. We've had discussions about um, the five love languages, which was interesting a few weeks back, Donnie, that most of us as men um, didn't even know what our love language is, meaning, you know, what is it that makes us feel this person loves us, if they do what for us? And, um, you know, we have learned as men that whoever is your significant other and your um, children, even down to your friends, it's important to learn their love language. We have so many um, people in relationship, men, and I'm speaking because this is men talk, where we're in relationship with somebody who is cooking um, for us, bringing us food, or they live, we live together, she's cooking you breakfast, packing lunch, you're cooking dinner, and she's doing that from out of her heart, for love, but because that isn't our love language. We miss it and feel, you know, this woman ain't doing nothing for me today. You know, didn't make me feel special anyway because it's not your love language, but to her, her cooking for you, you know, breakfast or bringing you lunch, asking you to eat is her love language. Um, so we were urged several weeks ago, Donnie, to learn our love language because some nobody can mm-hmm. love you if you don't love yourself yeah, first. That's one thing. That's one thing. And then two, if you don't know how you like to be loved how could you expect someone just to automatically know you we don't read minds as men women don't read minds um and it goes back to that time in the communication we need to learn our love languages we need to know the love languages of our significant other and even down to our children there are some of our, our kids quality time is mommy and daddy love me do you spend time there's another child who may just want to come home to bring a mint a lollipop or you know want to watch a show together there may be a child who likes things bring me a gift but 
we need to learn um, love languages our own first and foremost two the love language of your significant other um three the love languages of your children which are different as children because if you have more than one child um you know not everybody's the same you may have a son who doesn't like quality time he don't be hanging out with daddy all the time every day you gotta grab your son you go to the barbershop to get your buying a pair of johns when him dressed like you that may not be his love language um which is different from your daughter who may want to be with daddy all the time um and then with your friends you know we have all of us have different friends as i touched on a while ago we may have some friends who you don't talk to in a year and whenever you do talk or see each other it's like you never skip a beat and there are some friends if you don't check on them and send a little whatsapp like hey you good what's up how'd go bro they feel like well you don't check for them so it's important for all of us um gents to learn love languages um not just of the persons in our life but know yours as well Donny. know yours yeah, all right Um, another thing we discussed, and I tried to do to this now, was finances, gents. We have to um, learn um, to save. There's some who learn to invest. Um, me personally, I'm a proponent of both. I was on a call, I think, earlier in the week on Monday, where the person that I called was saying, you know, we need to learn to invest as as um, as men. as opposed to trying to save 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 all the time because you're saving every month you're saving a certain amount from your salary every month in 10 months and say you're saving $300 a month that's just 3 grand but if you learn to invest in something at that $300 in January with January savings that could bring you 3 grand and invest that 300 in February into something else but one of the lessons it said is don't invest in anything you don't understand don't rely on someone telling you well put some money in like, you know xyz happened they should understand it first so my my thing is i believe in saving and investing but the point is for us as men that you should be able to take care of yourself and donna you mentioned earlier when you said you can't be expecting to look for a woman if you can't even take care of yourself and unfortunately yeah and unfortunately you know being there financially even though finances savings and investments are important being there financially alone as a man is not sufficient either uh, we need to be there mentally emotionally physically and then the final intervention i will throw in for you guys is um i'm a girl dad um i see ontario's up on stage now who's also a girl dad um anyone who knows me that's my first claim to fame that i'm a girl dad and then secondly that i'm married but i mean prior to me having my first daughter the plight of girls and women never moved me i was the macho man's man um, i supported boys club and having a daughter i realized how hard it is for women um and girls i i can picture myself as a boy in sack donny when we had this thing i don't know if y'all had up to your year in 2000 we call it palm friday mm-hmm. then palm friday went y'all had it too yeah yeah All right. So Palm Friday turned to Palm Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, <laughs> and back to Friday, which was when you look back at it, you know, we thought those were good days. The girls walk by and you spank that butt, you grab their butt. But as a as a grown man now and with daughters, if a negro was to touch my child's butt, I come into sack. And I already stuck <laughs> in the ground. Um, you know, I think that is it's sexual assault that we were doing and we thought it was funny and cool. um but it's somebody's daughter it's some girl who is terrified to pass men um and it is us telling a girl when she walks by mm, like that fat thing like what the hell are we doing 
and and it's just to me now like I can't believe you, we did that. Um, now that I have daughters, I know I try to encourage listen, them listen, not we, to go ahead. Don't listen, we was horny young boys. It it's natural. It's a natural thing that was just gonna that was and will continue to happen that young men would be horny. Like that's not something that's gonna stop. Yeah, unfortunately, and I I have three daughters as well, so I know exactly what you're talking about. But you know that's an unfortunate thing. This that's a human nature. That's something that human nature is embedded into into us. Like before anything else happened in life, we have to reproduce, and human nature tells us as men that we that in order to reproduce we need to have sex like you have you before you even start having sex you have wet dreams like you gonna bust a nut before you while you sleeping like this 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 stuff is real <laughs> like you gonna that's a, that's a that's what you, as you grow up as a young man this is what starts happening to you so you're gonna have that natural feeling and unfo- like i said unfortunately for the for the parents of daughters that they're gonna be on the receiving end of that you know and and you I don't I don't know I don't you could try and teach the men to be more respectful but just like I mean at the end of the day we animals and we're going to react to to our animal instincts. It's, you know I have met so many persons Donnie who went to school the same school you and I went to who didn't do what you and I and others were doing and I can think of one of them his name I'll say his name Jason Hepburn a very mm-hmm. good friend of mine's um, raised by a single mom, had a sister. And because of the household he came from, even though we were friends, he was always the friend who said, y'all don't do that. Y'all shouldn't be doing that. That's wrong. And never once did it. And as well, he, had better more more, once. he had better this morals. This is off. I'm going to say his, you know, what we'd say to Jason back in those days. <laughs> Jason, you pussy. You need to tap some ass. And Jason would be like, no, that, that's wrong what y'all were doing. And y'all shouldn't do it. And to this day, um, this is a young man who didn't have that animal instinct you refer to and just saw women as, I need to procreate. as someone who had respect for women and girls from that those teenage days when the rest of us didn't. It was, it was just like you just said to us, Bioni, and we went, Pam, and feel up a girl. And, you know, we had an example right in front of us in our midst who said, you know, that's somebody's sister, that's somebody's daughter, um, that's somebody's cousin, and those girls are, are terrified to walk past y'all. That they would see Jason and they would hold on Jason's arm. Jason, talk to your boys, you talk to your friends, and whether they're giggling or not, you know, the point was they felt that this young man um, respected girls at the time, and we didn't. And looking that's, that's back, a good, this is uh, a good like strategy. You, you would say that, sorry, let me just, sorry about that. It may not change. Um, I can only say for me that I, I'm hoping that every opportunity I get to try and say to guys, bring it to your attention um, that, you know, it's sexual assault. Whether you are a teenage boy or you're a big grown man now, um, to be touching a woman, it's sexual assault. And I only put it out there to the men that I meet that I have two daughters. Uh, like before I left home this morning, I, the youngest one asked me, when am I going to the child for? Daddy, when you can take me with you to show me how you use the gun? <laughs> and I'm like, where did you get it from? And her sister was eight and said, well, you know, Daddy took me to show me. So now I have to arrange to take her out. Uh, yeah, like my daughter's going to shoot. Like my eight-year-old, no. There was a little boy one time who made the mistake. And I had to fly out that morning to go to court on some island. Donnie, I left home at six o'clock. 
I went to the airport. I checked in the front flight the family island. I drove back home, picked <laughs> up my daughter. My wife Vidya said, "Don't do this." I picked her up for seven something, went to school, and sat and waited for that little boy. And his parents would pull up, and when they got to the car, there was a scene. I said, "Listen, don't make me shoot you, your wife, <laughs> son. Deal with this little boy." Obviously, the whole thing was to see the you. And CDU says, "Renard, you can't go around pulling gun on people, telling them threats of death." <laughs> and eventually, they moved their son and everything. But it was just, and I knew I was being over exaggerating, but it's because I know where these things head. I am not prepared to allow anybody to molest my daughters. And I was, like I said to my wife, I go into court, plead guilty, and for good behavior in the community service I do, they only give me two years. <laughs> You don't, you don't calculate. You don't calculate everything. Two years, I'll teach everybody on my block law. <laughs> you're so silly. Good behavior. You don't. You don't. Hey, you're dangerous. Yeah, we're not. You, every day. You're dangerous if you don't plan that out that far. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have the whole plan. <laughs> what is that? You like the law. You like the law abiding Bahamian citizen. <laughs> 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 But Donnie, that's just how I feel about it. You know, to look back and I, you know, even Donnie, your class may have the, the two thousand WhatsApp group. My class ninety six have a WhatsApp group. Right, right. Okay, yeah. So we do. We we get the chit chat every day, and and you know, every week, you know, it is that constant opportunity for all the fellas and the girls to reminisce on the crap we did and what was funny, and now looking back and thinking, you know, that was wrong. But we're not here. To be fair. Natural 
instinct. You see what I'm saying? That's that was your natural instinct, even. No, it wasn't. Your natural instinct wasn't, and what you did wasn't related to doing something to women. But your natural instinct was, I'm a lion, and I am gonna show this other lion that I'm a bigger lion, right? So that's that's a male instinct, and you can't change that. Like so, and, and this is this is where it comes down to, right? At the end of the day, men in this society, to me, are, are fighting back that natural killer instinct to be civil, right? Every man has it. Every single man could be a killer today. Little boys, I'm talking about even, could be killers. Like, they could do what they want, right? Every, every, you know, this is the, like, this is like, I'm glad to have this conversation, but this is a difficult thing to even say, but 90% of men could go and take sex from a lot of women if they wanted it. Right? Without without the morals, without the societal um, repercussions that they would face. If this was caveman day, cavemen didn't ask women to be their wife. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I only said it to say that I, you have to also respect the civility. What's the word? I don't know if that's a word. The Civility. Civ, 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 civility, right? You, you have to you have to respect the civility of men in in today's world. Like men go to war over sex, over a woman. They would they will kill everybody just cause. Like this is what a man will do. And if a man is being a husband and being a father and being civil and going to work and deciding not to be like you know this beast, he should be he should be applauded every day he comes home not being that beast. Right, that's a big decision that men take to be civil. I I, I feel, and I don't feel that they get enough credit for it. You know, Donnie, like I said uh, um, a while ago, prior to my my first daughter was born January 2013. Prior to finding out in 2012, I was having a daughter. Um, I just like any other average male was not concerned with the, the, the plight and the daily struggles of females, mm-hmm. little girls, teenage girls, grown women, older women. And it was not until, I would say, late 2012, finding out you're having a daughter soon and watching this child, now two daughters, and you realize that, you know, <clears throat> I think we have made so much excuses for our behavior, Donnie. Um, and had you asked me this eight years ago, I wouldn't have this view. I, and I, I'm embarrassed to say that, Donnie, that prior to, to having daughters, I didn't have this view. Right. It's only afterwards and realizing Jeepers Creepers, something as simple as the rights men have. And I would hear, you know, men say, you know, we don't have any more rights than women. But as a lawyer, I know I can see it. I can point you to the acts right. and the constitution sex that show that and that how I, as a married man, have more rights than another man who is not married. You know, that's in our constitution. So because of my exposure or my profession, I have seen things differently, factually, not just for opinion. And in this club, we always say we can agree to disagree on points and nobody ever catches feelings on anything. Right. But I, I, I respectfully say that, you know, prior there too, I was of the same view, Donnie. Uh, prior to 2012, learning that I was having a daughter and now having two. And I am now an advocate for um, uh, men uh, and boys being cautious in toning down that lion 
um, especially with my daughter, because I've sat in CDU before and I'm quite comfortable doing it again. And I'm prepared <laughs> as an attorney. I've gone to death row to represent clients and all of the prison. I didn't see, I didn't know how I would be comfortable for my daughters. I will do it. You know, um, so I, I say that publicly. I've said it in Parliament. I say it as an attorney. I say it on this platform without any fear or favor that I will speak and urge men to listen, tell your little boys, tone the lion down. Because uh, if you don't, and if my daughters, I will, I am prepared. I mean, um, one, to, and one thing that I, one thing that I usually have to think of when I think like that, I usually have to really bring myself back to, to really think that, listen, what I I can't expect to always protect my kids because and I don't so, mean so and I don't mean so and I don't mean always protecting like if I'm not if I'm there I'm talking about like what if I what if I caught COVID and I passed away like I can't I can't do nothing at that point anymore so you have to always still consider like I know you still want to say you know you want to feel macho and be like I'm going no matter what happens to that but when you're not around there's not going to be a lot of things that you can do so yeah. true. So and, that's and that's the one thing that so, you have three daughters? I have three girls. Listen, listen. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of guns. I ain't gonna lie to you, right? So I live in foreign and I have a lot of guns and a lot of bullets. So that that's that's the way I, you know, I have to do the same thing too. But I mean at the end of the day I still have to think that no matter what happens, um, you know, I can't protect them. And, and my daughters go to the range with me. So they go and they shoot their guns. You know, I can leave my guns around the house. They could drop the clip, take the one out of the chamber, put it be like, Daddy, you left your gun on here, you know? So my daughters, they, they you know, they, they, I'm training them to be able to, to help themselves as well. Good stuff, man. So again, just to reset the room for everybody, um, today in Men Talk is meant to be uncomfortable conversations. So if you guys are wondering um, down in the audience, how can we having these type of conversations? That was the point today, to have uncomfortable conversations um, for men about, you know, things like we started off talking about um, health, uh, relationships, finances, the whole communicating love languages and now we're talking about this issue about you know our daughters and, and, and women in general um so Donnie, i mean pleasure meeting you today we're having a good conversation there's any tips advice you would give men what would it, what would it be any tip any advice you would give men be confident and be outcome independent those are the two most important things that a man needs to have in my opinion Explain the outcome independence. Explain that. You know, outcome independence means that you go into situations um, without any feeling or attachment to to any particular outcome. All right. So you can't. So if you go up and talk to, you know, I'll give you some examples. You go up and talk to a female. You can't expect that things will go great, and you can't be super happy if it does. But you also can't expect that. Um, that things will go bad. You know, you just have to go and talk to her and just be happy that you talked to her. You know, whatever happens, happens. Some dudes, That's like, when we, when we walk up... Seriously. Yeah, when we walk up and talk to women, we feel like, oh, we have to get the number. Or I have to be in the perfect situation. I got to have my cologne on right. Or well, how my hot look. You know what I mean? All these extra stuff. Like, yo, just go talk. Like, what, what do you want? Every time, everything you do to be perfect? You want every time you go talk to a woman to have the perfect encounter? Just go talk. Chill out, don't, don't, you know what I mean? Like, that's how, that's, so that's my oh, mindset. Wow. That's powerful, Tony, I like that. I mean, it, it, even with, even with work, right? You can't expect, like, when you do your work, just do your work. 
If you don't, sometimes your work's going to be great. Sometimes it's not going to be great. Sometimes people are going to love it. Sometimes people are going to hate it. You can't, you can't let what's going to happen in the future affect affect you today. It's not, it's not. You know, you, you you're perce- you're perceiving things onto yourself that you don't need to. Just do what you got to do in the moment. So Donnie's tips for us, gents, is be confident and be output independent. Out, I like outcome, that. Material outcome, outcome, outcome independent. Say it again, Donnie. Outcome independent. Outcome, 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 outcome independent. independent. Yeah, outcome, I like that. That's very, outcome independence is very important. What'd you say? What'd you say, Terry? Uh, I like what you said, Donnie, but usually when when, when I, I, I understand what you say and I live by that too, I like to say... No, no expectation, no disappointments. Hey, right. This is but that's exactly the same thing. Go into a situation and you expect nothing. You you get everything from it because whether it is good or bad, it's something. Right. And some things are better than nothing. So you always come out with something. Either you learn a lesson or you come out you come out on top. Right. Exactly. So I appreciate that. Exactly. And at the end of the day, you know, if you you take it one step to being religious, like God got you at the end of the day. So whatever's supposed to happen, gonna happen. If you wasn't supposed to get that number, maybe that chick was gonna be crazy. <laughs> you don't know, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe that was a great idea that you, a great thing that you didn't get the number. Um, you know, so can't can't worry about uh, things, man. Awesome, awesome. So uh, we're winding down. That was Donnie's um, tips for us, gents, um, to be outcome independent and confident if two things Donnie could share with us and advise us give us some tips on is being confident and outcome independent Ontario what would be your tips advice for the fellas uh, my only tip for gents is pursue your own purpose a lot of times um, we chase we chase an image to become what we think women may want or the woman that we want may want right. or what society thinks we may we should or might become you know, sometimes we have to learn how to pursue our own purpose and our own passions and not fall for trying to become what we think we should be, you right. know, versus becoming who we are and being happy with who we are. That's what I, yeah, it goes to what I was saying earlier, right, Renata, it's like, you're trying to be something for women and we're not even happy. Like, how are you, how you going to make somebody happy if you not you don't know how to do it for yourself? Yeah, so true, man, so true, so true, gents. All right, uh, and Jason, anything, if you there, is there any advice, tips you would give fellas today before we close out? All right, so when Jason comes back, um, so for me, I think if it's two things I would say to us as men is listen, learn to listen, um, have the conversation, but listen, I think, um, that's one of the things I've learned in, in the last uh, few years is to actually have a conversation and in the conversation, focus more on, on, on listening and understanding um, the person, whether that's your child, that's your friend, uh, your significant other, your parents. It is to learn to listen and, and actually hear where someone is coming from, how they see things, and then to be honest with yourself it makes no sense being in a situation where you are unhappy uh, uncomfortable with something um be honest jump so listen this isn't doing it for me um great respectfully i'm out <laughs> um you know i'm not mad at you i'm not i don't hate you we don't need to be enemies but you know this isn't what i want this is what i want it's not here i'm not gonna try and change anybody i'm not gonna change myself anybody um so 
have conversations, listen, and um, be honest with yourself and make sure persons know what is it you, you want out of life or any situation you're in. Uh, give you a typical example. Um, <clears throat> I had a, a one-bedroom apartment that was empty since February. They could care less to take the time to renovate it. Uh, anytime my parents would stop by the complex and say, hey, why didn't you rent this place or blah, blah. So my mom decides to come over. Uh, yesterday I get home and meet my mom there with a guy that works on her apartment complex. And this guy is in there changing granite countertop in the one bedroom. He's the same guy trying to fix um, closet door in the bedroom. He has the toilet up. And I'm like, hi, hey mom, what's going on here? Oh, child, I come to do X, Y, Z. And I just was silent about half hour. I had to breathe. And then to remind myself, I've listened to her for half an hour. Let's be honest with myself. And I come and say, Mom, listen, I love you. But I'm going to need you to take your stuff and your helper, get in that car, and go home. And I will have my people come in tomorrow and deal with it. And she got in the mood. And, um, I called and I already knew I'd call her later in the evening. I called her in the evening and said, Mom, I appreciate what you're doing. You were doing for your love language because you want to help with your son. I said, but all I saw yesterday was one person ripping up doing it apart. And um, as much as I appreciate what you're trying to do, that drives me crazy because it's putting me at more expense. I already have my plumber. I already spoke to the guy who's going to change granite to me, etc. Thanks. But all I would roll out today, um, I was late coming out of the place today because I had the guy there doing the electric gate you know, the plumber there, etc. And my mom and I, who still came by this morning, hugged, kissed, sorry, Nato. It's okay, mom, love you. And I left her there. She's still looking for something to do. But something as simple as having that conversation, understanding I saw her love language. She wanted to do something for her son. And then I was able to just listen, hear her, and see what she thinks, how she feels, and explain to her. But no, that's not what I want. and That's not helping me. And um, we good. And I think not just, that's why when we have this comes, I try to say it's not just your significant other. We have to do the same thing with children, your friends, your co-workers, everybody that's in your life in whichever aspect, learn to, you know, have that conversation, understand, and just be honest, you know, be honest and sh- this is how you feel, how you think. All right. And so that's my take, gents. Uh, always a pleasure. If there's any parting words, closing words, like gents, I know you all see Nesta up there. Nesta's an honorary uh, member of the men's club now. <laughs> I always appreciate Nesta's perspective and view. Who um, doesn't give us any slack? Um, it's not throwing anyone under the bus. Just honest, neutral um, viewpoints, which we appreciate. So, any closing remarks from any of you? Because we'll do this again next week, Wednesday at twelve. Uh, anything? All I'll say is, but don't feel bad for pulling the gun on the little eight year old. I didn't, I didn't bad just think, you know, being doing the same. I had to draw, I had, I had to push over, like I had to kick a little, a little three, a, a little four, um, fourth grader for my daughter one time, boy. You know, he, wow. he, tra- he played my daughter, and I had to come to the school and rough him up a little bit. So, oh, I, I, if people look at me sideways, I don't feel no shame. I'm ready to play as well. That's just principle. So, you know, they got to learn. Somebody got to learn. If your daddy don't teach you, I can teach you. Yeah. I got to go to jail. That's I appreciate all that. Be confident in yourself. You know, you can get yourself out of that job. That's funny. Oh, Lord. 
This is normally women talk, but all of us, um, you know, many of us, I should say, um, have hectic days, and we try to do this little um, check-in to give our create a space for everybody to have a conversation. And um, I can tell you, I grow, and I have grown um, tremendously from the, all of you sharing over the last few months. I've learned so much, and um, and I appreciate it. And I I just try to make the time too to give everybody else the opportunity to learn something, share something, have person to talk to and learn different perspectives every week um so some weeks i might be a bit late so if any of you want to open up the room and get the conversation started any week go right ahead um because anybody can start a room in the club as well all right so thanks so much i am gonna jump on like i said i have a trial at 1 30 i need to get myself into court and, and prepared for that so thanks so much gents you all have a good week ladies down below thanks for coming in i'll see all of you next week wednesday i am closing the room in five seconds five four Three, two, one. Take care.